Welcome to the Holmesville Church of the Brethren. This is the worship service for August 14th, 2022. Join in our call to worship. Don't hold back. Bring all of yourself, for God loves us just as we are. Don't hold back. Bring all of yourself, for all of us is welcome here. Scars and fears, depression and doubt, hope and joy, light and laughter. Don't hold back. Bring all of yourself, for God longs to be with us. So let us worship the God of love. Let us pray. Gracious God, we admit that there are things we sweep under the rug. Shame, self-doubt, mental health struggles, and our own insecurities. Let us bring our whole selves to worship, for with Jesus there is no stigma, fear, or bias. God of creation, help us to love and live in the same way. Amen. Praise. 
today comes from Dear God, Honest Prayers to a God Who Listens by Bunmi Laditan. Dear God, I wasn't there when you laid the foundations of the earth, breathed directions to the winds, or gave each star a name. My questioning you is as ludicrous as paint screaming at the painter, but I have to know why. Why all of this, pain and struggle, death and injustice? At every turn, evil waves a flag of victory, it seems. We're tired. I'm tired. I'm afraid of what will come. You promised life more abundantly, and while there are ribbons of peace and joy, this gift of life is often one I want to return. I know you're here with me, but it's only barely enough to survive. I'm tired of being handed just enough of your manna, your grace and presence for one day. Give me more than my daily bread. I want my feast. But it's not time. So I stumble through this race, barely seeing the path ahead through a blur of tears, sometimes from pain, sometimes from laughter at the craziness of all of this. Don't be angry at me when I sit down from time to time. Abba, it's hard, and I'm weak. I told you once, I can't do this. And you said, I know. With you I can. Carry me. Carry us. Love me. We continue our Unraveled series with the New Testament story of Legion, the unraveling of the mind. Mark 5, 1-20 They came to the other side of the lake, to the country of the Gerasenes. And when he had stepped out of the boat, immediately a man out of the tombs with an unclean spirit met him. He lived among the tombs, and no one could restrain him any more, even with a chain, for he had often been restrained with shackles and chains, but the chains he wrenched apart, and the shackles he broke in pieces, and no one had the strength to subdue him. Night and day among the tombs and on the mountains he was always howling and bruising himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran and bowed down before him, and he shouted at the top of his voice, What have you to do with me, Jesus, Son of the Most High God? I adjure you by God, do not torment me. For he had said to him, Come out of the man, you unclean spirit. Then Jesus asked him, What is your name? He replied, My name is Legion, for we are many. He begged him earnestly not to send them out of the country. Now there on the hillside a great herd of swine was feeding, and the unclean spirits begged him, Send us into the swine, let us enter them. So he gave them permission. And the unclean spirits came out and entered the swine, and the herd, numbering about two thousand, rushed down the steep bank into the lake and were drowned in the lake. The swineherds ran off and told it in the city and in the country. Then people came to see what it was that had happened. 
They came to Jesus and saw the demoniac sitting there clothed and in his right mind, the very man who had had the legion, and they were afraid. Those who had seen what had happened to the demoniac and to the swine reported it. Then they began to beg Jesus to leave their neighborhood. As he was getting into the boat, the man who had been possessed by demons begged him that he might be with him. But Jesus refused and said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them how much the Lord has done for you and what mercy he has shown you. And he went away and began to declaim in the Decapolis how much Jesus had done for him, and everyone was amazed. In 1999, right in the middle of my parenting adventures, the third book of the Harry Potter series came out. James had been a reluctant reader, but he absolutely loved Harry Potter. So I would faithfully go to the store and buy each installment of the series as soon as it came out. The third installment was called The Prisoner of Azkaban. In it, we meet Harry Potter's godfather, Sirius Black. Sirius Black has been framed for the murder of a number of innocent people, and he has been locked in the wizarding prison, Azkaban, for more than a decade. Harry has been taught to fear him as a madman. So when Sirius escapes from prison, Harry is petrified. I quote, Harry wheeled around. With a snap, the man in the shadows closed the door behind them. A mass of filthy, matted hair hung to his elbows. If eyes hadn't been shining out of the deep, dark sockets, he might have been a corpse. The waxy skin was stretched so tightly over the bones of his face, it looked like a skull. His yellow teeth were bared in a grin. It was serious black. You see, Harry had been told that Sirius Black was a madman, a killer, a lunatic. We fear such people. We always have. In Jesus' day, mental illness of any kind was considered demon possession. Those of us who remember the 1970s may remember the movie The Exorcist. We were told when the movie came out that it was based on a true story, a 1949 exorcism in Maryland. I don't know about you, but that movie creeped me out. But its popularity shows that belief in demon possession has never really died out. We still kind of believe, despite all evidence to the contrary, that mental illness is caused by some kind of nefarious force. And maybe it's catching. You can't be too careful. J.K. Rowling the author of the Harry Potter series had had her own encounter with mental illness. It informed her writing. In that volume, she introduces demonic creatures called Dementors, who like nothing better than to suck the soul out of their victims. These ghoulish beings are described in the book this way. Dementors are among the foulest creatures that walk this earth. 
They infest the darkest, filthiest places. They glory in decay and despair. They drain peace, hope, and happiness out of the air around them. Get too near a Dementor and every good feeling, every happy memory will be sucked out of you. If it can, the Dementor will feed on you long enough to reduce you to something like itself, soulless and evil. You'll be left with nothing but the worst experiences of your life. This is a perfect definition of depression. I do not know if Rowling had the Gerasene demoniac in mind when she wrote the Harry Potter series, but parallels are hard to miss. Pastor Andy Acton of the Emory Presbyterian Church in Georgia pointed out these parallels. Both the demon-occupied man and Sirius are broken people who have lived too long in shackles and chains. Both have been shunned and isolated by society, left to die in a prison of gloom and death. Both are incarcerated even though they have not caused harm to anyone. Both are tortured and haunted by demons or dementors. Both howl with pain and lament over their situation. Both are in need of healing that they themselves are unable to provide. Both the demon-occupied man and Sirius represent many people we know today who struggle with mental illness and feel imprisoned in the darkest corners of their mind. The Gerasene demoniac was shunned chained, feared. The only kindness that was shown to him was that the townspeople had so far not killed him. So when Jesus sails into the Gerasene port and the demoniac runs toward him, I do not blame the disciples for being frightened. The Gerasene demoniac is, after all, one of the best described persons in all of Scripture. His appearance must have been horrifying, and to have him rush toward their teacher and fall down before him, shrieking in that demonic voice, must have been terrifying. But Jesus is not afraid. Jesus has met this man for a reason. Jesus has mercy on this man and also somehow on the demons who seem to speak through him. Because Jesus doesn't expel them from the country, he allows them to enter a herd of swine who rush down to the water and drown themselves. Can you imagine this scene? Can you imagine how word of the miracle, or this tragedy, depending on your point of view, can you imagine how that word spread? The swine herds rushed into the village babbling about the drowning of their herd, The townspeople rushed out of the village to see for themselves, and what did they find? Drowned pigs, yes, but also the man who had been possessed by demons sitting clothed in his right mind, and they begged Jesus to leave their neighborhood. Let's face it, we might too, because we really don't care that much about the mentally ill even in our own backyard, even in our own household, even in our own clothing. 
mental illness is so stigmatized, we don't admit we have it, even when we do, and we don't seek help for it, even if we admit we have it. Sadly, we have not come that far. We are not so far away from the Gerasene demoniac's neighbors. Recent health reports indicate that in the United States, 46.4% of all adults will experience mental illness during their lifetime, the most common of which are anxiety disorders and depression. An estimated 5% of adults, about 43.8 million people, experience mental illness. Of those adults, 14.4% have one disorder, 5.8% have two disorders, and 6% have three or more. Half of all mental disorders begin by age 14 and three-quarters by age 24. And only 41% of the people who have had a mental illness in the past year received professional health care or other services. Jesus, leave us alone. We don't want to admit we have a problem, and we sure don't want you to fix it, especially when it costs us something. Our pigs, our standing in the community, our pride. The way the Gerasenes interact with the demon-occupied man in Mark's Gospel reflects our society's perspective of mental health. And it also serves as an illustration of how not to treat those who are suffering. What makes the man's situation particularly tragic is that people interact with him only when he breaks free from his restraints. The townspeople's only purpose for visiting the man is to bind him once again to the chains and shackles of a murky tomb. No one attempts to show compassion or comfort to an individual whose mind is assaulted by a legion of voices that perpetuate fear and self-loathing. Jesus, though, sees something in the man of the tombs that the townspeople don't see, a child of God who is worthy of love, mercy, and peace, and a human being who is not solely defined by his unraveling mind. Brothers and sisters, can we see each other in this way? Can we see ourselves in this way? When the dementors become too real, when light and color drain from our lives and leave us with nothing but pain and darkness, can we show ourselves compassion? Thanks be to God, the Dementors never fully succeed. The Gospel writer reminds us that Jesus is the one light that no amount of Dementors or legions can snuff out. Because Jesus' light, love, and peace bring healing for all who are afflicted with fear and pain. I quote Pastor Andy again. As Christ's body, we are tasked to be carriers of that divine light. We are called to illuminate a path for others to find healing and wholeness from those God has bestowed with gifts to help. We can show compassion and understanding for the suffering. 
we can guide them to find help from healing professionals, and we can love them even when they won't. As Christ's body, we are called to travel to the shores where despair thrashes among the tombs and see the humanity in those who struggle to keep their humanity intact. As Christ's body, we are called to show mercy to those whose lives are unraveled and whom the world has tried to bind up in shackles and chains. As Christ's body, members whose imperfections and brokenness are always being woven together by our Creator, we are called to care for others who are in tatters. Let us pray. God, give us grace to love the unlovable. Give us your light to see the humanity within. And never let us give up on those you love. In Jesus' name, amen. So
Receive the benediction. We came just as we are. We leave bearing Christ's light just as we are. Go and be a blessing to those who live in dark places. Amen.